It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Friends Club, your Saturday obsessions about everything that you had as a child. I am Josh. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, you've made it over 20 episodes, so you're obviously diligent, or you've just showed up today and because we're talking about Animorphs for some reason. Or- ah, it's happening! Holy crap! <laughs> My ears! <laughs> Even if it's, or even if you just skipped around and you're in the middle, you're still welcome. <laughs> so yes, I'm Josh. Uh, that screamer is Sabrina. Holy crap. Sabrina Screamer Bird. Oh, wait. Let's not do that one. <laughs> My. <laughs> let's not, let, no, no, no. Let's not make that a thing. I, I, uh, uh delete, I delete, delete. Had the time of my life. <laughs> Backspace. Oh, it out of you. Eric's over there. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and Eric, <laughs> you brought a friend with you uh, this week. I did. Uh, this is Jared. Yes, my name is Jared. Jared the Red. Red, yes, just like the cat. Show cat. Better than cat. Oh, yeah. Maybe. We had, we, um, I beg to differ. We'll we had, see. We had to name, we had to name <laughs> him the Red to distinguish him from other Jareds. Do you have that many Jareds where, where you live? No, not really. There's a Highlander situation. <laughs> That's a good way of putting There's it. There's also an unfortunate other Jared. Is They're there... all unfortunate. <laughs> is this is this like are we talking about Jared Kushner? Is this gonna be No Fogel was the one oh, I was going okay. for. Oh boy, okay. Maximum unfortunate Jared. Ooh, oh boy. <laughs> I sold a lot of sandwiches and then I want a lot of kids. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. Let, let's move this on, not please. Good. Not good, let's guys. Let's move on. Uh, but yes, welcome to the Saturday Friends Club, where we don't talk about Jared Fogle. We talk about animorphs this animorphs. week. We keep talking about animorphs. I'm animorphs. out. Animorphs. <laughs> animorphs. I'm so happy we got to pick this one because this was my choice, and I forced it on everyone. But let me set the tale. You move into a new town. Your middle school, not many friends. Then you hear about the Scholastic Book Fair. It's like Scholastic Book Fair. I like reading. I know, I know where you're from, going with this one. <laughs> you ask your parents for money, you see the posters on the walls. Animorphs. <laughs> see a kid turning into, I believe it was an iguana. Blue background. This kid, just like me. So you buy the first book, you start reading it, you're like, oh my god. This is amazing. And then all of a sudden, 15 years later, you're wearing a fursuit, you know. <laughs> I've completed the transformation! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, we, we are doing Animorphs, as we, uh, said. It is Jared's choice here. The TV uh, show, we should say. We, not, the TV show. We're not doing, like, a long cast of the books. <laughs> but, uh, 53 but, books. But, but, I know. But Sabrina, I'm so Sabrina is a big fan of the Animorphs. Uh, but we're gonna start off with a little pre-show discussion. We're gonna talk about favorite animals as kids that you totally wanted to be when you got older. I, yes. I, I get the impression this is a somewhat loaded question, Josh. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> I, I believe this is in legal terms called leading. But this is confusing because it's like there's still so many animals I would like to be now. If you if you had to choose one animal to that you could transform into, and unlike the animorphs, which as I understand could just DNA themselves a whole bunch of animal, they just have to touch an animal and then they can become. <laughs> just so you've just been anamorphing all your life. <laughs> yes, touch this animal and touch that one. Uh, they're so cute. 
That's why petting zoos are popular. I'll touch you, and I'll touch you, <laughs> and I'll touch you. Now, now I'll be a duck, now I'll be a chicken, now I'll be a llama. A llama, llama. There was there were llamas. Like, oh, is one of them going to turn to a llama? And they don't. No. So being a vegan is actually a code word for anamorph. <laughs> Because you know it's you're like, eating other human products, you're like mm, a little gross. Like, and, uh, remember, guys, like we need to make sure there's options for it to dinner because we got some animorphs coming. Uh, come on, <laughs> don't want to make them excluded. Oh, so, boy. follow up your question. Well, there might be a snake here, so let's make sure it has some hard boiled eggs. You know, if there's an animorph and <laughs> reptiles unhing- are his thing, he's gonna unhinge his jaw. It's cool. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, don't make it weird. <laughs> Stop staring, honey. I'm going to go hibernate for a few months. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> so weird being next to the Animorph family. <laughs> God, now I'm just imagining like a terrible like neighborhood sitcom called The Animorphs. It's just, it, oh, yes. I, I like that it, it's, it's like a uh, it's like it's a spin-off of the TV show. It's like a Frasier <laughs> and Cheers kind of thing. Yes. And, like, Woody Harrelson's a draft. It's a modern family version, but it's just, like, the next-door neighbors are just like, Oh, so you're an iguana today. That's weird. (laughs) Honey, there's an ostrich outside. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think, in in the context, I probably just want to turn into a cat. Because cats are cool, and my cat's cool. So. And you wouldn't want to turn into a raccoon. Well, okay, I didn't didn't understand the truth about raccoons until much later in my life, so. Until, Until you saw their true side. Yes. Sabrina, we didn't really get an answer out of you. I'm pretty sure I pretended to be lots of animals when I was a kid. Like, I know I definitely pretended to be a horse. <laughs> Probably a wolf. We've all been there. <laughs> pretty sure I pretended to be a tiger and a raptor. And I, I was everything when I was a kid. You were every pet. Because I just, I loved animals and that hasn't changed at all. You like dead ones now more, I think. No, I like them alive. It's but just, when they die, I like to collect their bones. There it is. Okay. <laughs> True love, Eric. True love. I can never let him go. He'll always be a part of me. Yeah, remember that red. <laughs> Show cat red, now hiding behind a shoe. Because <laughs> he knows, because he, he knows if he looks away, like, bam, comes the knock on the head, and then he's down. Oh, whatever. That's, I would never do that. <laughs> I love him too much. We, we had a cat who might as well have been stuffed for how useful she was. Like, if we stuffed you, we would get more utility out of petting your, like, carcass than we ever did in life. Jeez. They don't mm. feel the same when you stuff them, though. They just, they feel too hard. We just gotta stuff them with uh, something softer. <laughs> like another like, cat. Like, <laughs> and make it like a plushie. You, you a put some of those Orbeez plushie. in it, you know, just... Oh! <laughs> It's real lumpy now, but at least I can... Oh. Just a whole bunch of... Just empty a bunch of Stretch Armstrongs into one. Oh, that's just terrible. Now, now tall, long cat's really long. Oh. Long cat springs back. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I just... I like bones, not, not fucking skin and fur and shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, Jared, what about you? I go the reptilian route, definitely. When... Snakes, scales, eyes, taste in the air, forked tongues, slithering. You know you could have a forked tongue even as a human, right? That would be weird. <laughs> I remember somebody that had a forked tongue. How did it work out for them? <laughs> well, this was... I, I don't know if you remember this. He was in, like, National Geographic's ages back, but there was a guy just named Cat. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, Who yes. was the one that, like, totally tattooed his body to be feline. Like, he actually... Um, 
he didn't have the separated tongue. But no, 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 no. He no the he didn't have a separated tongue. There was a lizard man. Who yeah, did oh, separate right, his right. Tongue. Okay. I didn't know him. I I have seen Cat a yeah, few times. I I actually seen him before. Passed away though. Very yeah, weird. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, it's um. Yeah, that was de- that's definitely somebody that's taken it to the next level. Yes, <laughs> but it was cool to see him in person because I like I saw saw him on TV before, mm-hmm. and to see him in person was kind of like, oh my god, it's kind of cool. But I could never do that. Oh amount of- no, it's it's like, hey, let me look at all my employment opportunities. Just plummet like the stock market, and there, <laughs> good. There, there's there's tattooing that is like, okay, you have a level of respect in prison, and that's just a few drops below it. Yeah, I was going to say, is this is this better or worse than, like, not, than like you know, Aryan Nation facial tattoos? <laughs> well, I think... The- Ooh, that's... Yeah, I think being a cat is still above that. Ooh, I, well, I think the lizard man, he basically... I think he's actually just, like, a hermit, but he'll make, like, TV appearances, and that's how he makes his money. Like, he showed up... He was on an episode of X-Files. Hmm. What if you worked- and he's shown up in other stuff before, too. What if you just worked at like a pet store like would you buy it wouldn't you could i can see like buying your feeder mice and your little like your little things from like a guy and he's just got like the little like uh petco like apron it's like i can can help you i would hope that they would have a large foam rock that he just sat on all day (laughs) or it's it's like a little snake enclosure a little hole in it he just like comes in hello how can i help you you know what personally shoppers tattoos piercings no matter how weird they are they don't really bother me so if i saw someone like that working retailer or any other job it just it I wouldn't even think twice about Greetings, it. Greetings, customers. We have a blue light special. Oh, my Trusting. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I like birds. I really like birds. Going I, for the flight? I, I love flight. It's the best superpower. So if you become an animal, you get the best superpower as your default transportation. Hey, no more traffic. I win. Congratulations. Wow. See? Look. Utility and awesomeness packed together. And then I could catch a fish in water. You're also like a flying ball of glass. Yes. I, so you'd be crushed immediately. Oh, yes. I, anything happens, a breeze is like, nope, sorry, can't do anything today. <laughs> also, I could see things from a billion yards away. That's true. It'd be like, where's my car? Oh, there it is. So you just want to be an eagle. Yeah, probably a bird. I mean, you wouldn't want to be with like a seed bird. You don't want to. Be, you want to be with a beard of prey. Yeah, eat, oh, eat other things. Yeah, all the animorphs had a default like bird. They were. They all picked one. And like when I used to uh-huh. pretend that I was one of the animorphs because everyone had specific birds, I was like, okay, then I'm the American kestrel because everyone else is like all the big ass birds of prey. Be one of be one of those so I'd weird. Be the smallest one. Be one of those weird turns that like vomit their stomach acid into like, <laughs> the eyes of their enemies. What? <laughs> yeah. There's like there's birds that they'll they'll like spit their stomach acid at people and it's like highly caustic. <laughs> god, that would be the gross. worst. You just touch that one and you're just like, oh god. Oh, oh, god. <laughs> well, then you get like the cool like, alien acid spit. Like, <laughs> Uh, all right, so you've kind of breached the topic already. Animals, animals, animorphs, and a, a, what? All right, uh, I can I can read the example here, but um, Sabrina, why don't you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what? what? I was about to say it's not. I didn't pick this one. You didn't pick this one, but you. I mean, you both know the book. You the, two are to blame let, for this. Let's yes. let's briefly. It was his idea. It was. I disagreed to. I, actually, I have. I have a, <laughs> 
I have a preface for the preface because our other option was be- was Beetle Battle and what is it Beetleborgs Big Bad Beetleborgs. Okay, oh and boy. I, I just wanted to say that I read the description of Wikipedia and I want to talk about that too because that is like off the wall. <laughs> I have to save that for next time. It's well, it's something like they find like an abandoned house and they activate like a haunted like pipe organ. And a genie comes out and he's like, "You get wi- you get a wish," and they're like, "We want to become ba- big bad Beelenborgs." He's like, "Okay," <laughs> and it what? happens. Yeah, this, this is this what is happens real. when the first dumb kid speaks up before everybody yeah. else comes. I want to be a be- like, like you were in a haunted mansion and there's like a genie who came out of an organ. And you're like, "I want to be a Beetleborg." No, Johnny, we were figuring out what to be. Oh no, no world peace, Johnny. No. <laughs> so you're missing the main plot of that is that there's a <laughs> well, test of courage among the children. They go to the the haunted house, and they're actually attacked by other monsters from the haunted house, like the wolf man, the mummy. So they try and it. save themselves. It's it. It's it. Yeah. 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 It is it. So they try to save themselves by playing the organ, which summons this Joker, <laughs> son- <laughs> this crazy looking Joker flubber guy, who's Tim a Curry. ghost. Yeah. Who's Tim Curry? <laughs> Again? Of no. Course it is. If it's it, it's, it's like it. a fake Tim Curry, and he gives them the power to turn to the big bad Beetleborgs. Okay. Well, I got that out of my system. So instead of that one, yes, because I watched. <laughs> The first episode of both of these, the Big Bad Beetleborgs, while is hilarious and weird and very 90s, is not something that's true to my heart. But going to Animorphs, I was excited for Animorphs when it was on the air. Like, you're with me on yes. this, right? Yes, yeah, so excited when Boy. I heard it was, they were turning it and into Sabrina a And Sabrina is, like, bubbling over. Oh, of course, because, like, you're watching Nickelodeon, it's like, Animorphs, just a giant A on the TV, it's coming soon. So I was like, I learned how to copy VHSs directly. Like, I got bought <laughs> dubbing cables, I saved on my allowance, just so I can record the debut Whoa. episode. It goes deep, Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was actually there when they aired. Like, I was like, no, I have to be here when it's on immediately. When I knew it was time, I turned on the Nickelodeon channel. I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> so excited. Oh, man. Um... Maybe yeah, this will get my uh, well, mind off the biker mice. As we as we kind of <laughs> as we've kind of mentioned before, we'll have to state this. This is the TV show. So, you, do we want a, a quick moment to talk about the books? I'm sure the books will come up. We just need to get in the show because we, yeah, we will do the books later. Trust oh, me. Okay, oh, no. I'm sorry. I've been waiting to do the books. I'm sorry. I'm stalling for time because I can just tell your cups about to flow with over. Oh man, the TV show is so bad about the books. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, how about a hit is the this, button? It, okay. Yeah, you want me to hit the button? Hit the button. Hit the button, Frank. It is definitely an acquired oh, taste. That, with, with theme song by some sort of like, like Michael Nickelback Jackson Jr. Lincoln Park tribute band. Oh my oh, god! You know it. And and these two just grinning idiots over here, <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was watching it. I'm pretty sure I'm. I, I I'm pretty sure I said out loud, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> no, just give me like any dark middle school fantasy at that time period. I was so in. Like I want the down tempo music. I want it all. But then there's the weird like. Peter Gabriel, like, air pipes in the background and, like, synthesizer. It's very strange. You're just walking around with your echo pants, just going like, yeah. Oh, yeah, can we just open with, when you, if you watch the if you watch the first episodes, like, one of the credits is clothes provided by The Gap. And, like, <laughs> yeah. that explains I totally miss so that. much. Yeah. I totally miss that. And so The wow. Gap is all over the show. Oh, boy. That explains a lot. <laughs> 
you can't explain yourself. Because I was thinking about this because the first episode opens up with that cold open of just Jake talking oh, to you. Yeah, I'm his like, last known like appearance, but that was like weird. Yeah, and he's wearing a denim jacket and he's got like this sweater on and another shirt. I was like, what the hell is he wearing? Like, wouldn't he be in PJs or something? Now, kids, like, I don't know. According to these shows, kids in the '90s like layers. Layers were big. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go through this. Animorphs, also known under the promotional title. Annie TV. What? I, I don't know. That's just what somebody on Wikipedia wrote. Okay. Well, I'm reading it even though I know it's supposed to be inaccurate. I, I, I have no questions. The Animorph Kings over here on the other side <laughs> of the table. Uh, is a television adaptation made by Protocol Entertainment of the Scholastic Book Series of the same name by K.A. Applegate, who has written a whole hell of a lot of things, that's, too. I, I, I'm willing to bet money that's like a pseudonym. Oh, there's a billion pseudonyms. And I'm, that she I'm has. sure it was written by like Saddam Hussein or someone bent on destroying America. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, apparently the, she did write them, and Ghost wrote a lot of the other ones. Oh, like, okay. so like she on. wrote like the first half, and Ghost wrote the second half. Yeah, because kids, it, it sounded like okay. It was made for YTV for season one and Global for season two in Canada and Nickelodeon for the United States. The series was broadcast from September 1998 to March 2000 in the United States and Canada. And in May 2013, reruns began airing on Kubo. Whatever Kubo. that is. Um, Animorphs. Take it away, Jared. So let's go back to that first episode. <laughs> All right. Waiting. VCR plugged in. Got the double cables in there. This was agonizing. <laughs> this is... This is... like uh, <laughs> This was so bad. Flash Our forward to Jake giving us a suicide note. Yes, but... <laughs> Yeah, like, that was, I told, like, what the fuck is happening? He's getting ready to kill himself, isn't yeah. he? So, so to detail for everybody, Jake is just sitting there in his room, face to the camera. Cold open. Just the cold, yeah, and just, just, what, yeah, I'm sure you have it memorized. What's the first, like, few lines? These are the last words you'll ever hear from me. <laughs> My okay. name is Jake. I can't tell you who I am or where I'm from. Yes. But you, but I have to tell someone. <laughs> or something of that. It's, it's something like, I could be from anywhere, I could, even your town. Like, what? <laughs> your town, Pennsylvania? It's like, oh boy. Yeah, it's, it's a real, like, and it goes on for at least three minutes of just like, think, and, and something that is so like classic of like, trying to be serious in the 90s, is a lot of pauses. A lot of pauses between the next time you talk. Beat. Like, Beat. guys, look. So many goddamn pauses. It's not like, <laughs> and it's not, it is not fun or interesting like in Pete and Pete when he's addressing the audience. It's, yeah, it's just, there's nothing going on, and it's, ooh, just this beginning part, I'm literally just like, oh, hey, my cell phone, ooh, neat. I wonder if this was his audition tape. And then, <laughs> let, let's just run it. Like, we're like eight minutes under, guys. We, we need to, like, pack this in. Yeah, they they were like, we can make this one episode, and somebody went, let's make us two, and then like, oh crap, we have to book in this. Matter of fact, it's made worse because we looked at the second episode, and the second episode is like, feels like five minutes of the first episode. Do, do all episodes open anything like, my name is Jake. It's this like a hurried voice, like what? It's like yeah, we get it, Jake. We know. <laughs> no, that's just the first episode. Yeah. Uh, I believe every other episode he might like have a. Like, uh, narration a little bit oh, kind of leads you in. You're like a stinger kind of open the episode. I remember why. It's because of the, the, the recording we had had that weird double thing going on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
That's weird. Yeah. Uh, which I should note, considering the fact that it's kind of freely easy to get, uh, you can watch these on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, they're on YouTube. People have ripped them. It used to be on Netflix, and that's how I think the really good rips are. You can buy it in iTunes oh, if you choose to do so. Yeah, but the ones I found were like Menos Hands of Fate, like level film quality. Yeah, the ones on YouTube are pretty rough, but, you know, they, they do serve the purpose of letting you see this amazing relic of history. Just uh, a tri- little trivia point. Okay. The actor that plays Jake actually did go on to do something else. He was in the first X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, we can we can get down to each of the people. Uh, so, yeah, Sean Ashmore uh, ended up being Iceman in the first uh, few um, X-Men movies. Was he in first class? I don't believe he was in first class. He okay. was in X-Men, X-Men Last Stand, X2. Uh, so he was in those. Uh, he Actually, yes, uh, Days of Future Past he was as Bobby Drake slash Ice. Okay, so he's not first class. Uh, not first class. Because okay, that, that's a truly wretched movie, so. Yeah, first try. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, will do with, I will do the indifferent shrug. I think it's fine. Okay. Granted, I had somebody try and tell me that the Hitchhiker's Guide movie was bad this week, and I was like, I disbelieve you. I enjoy that movie. It wasn't great. It's not great, but it's fine. It's it's a good movie. It's a good movie to me, in my heart, in my heart of hearts. But we're not here about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. We're here about Animorphs. Uh, Animorphs, yeah. This this thing. Uh, So so, um, uh, Jake was attempting to kill himself. (laughs) He's about to to put a gun in his mouth. And then we go back to the beginning, flash forward to their hangout cafe where they're playing Beast Wars Transformers (laughs) in a fake arcade. Can we talk about the set design here? Like, this is the worst set ever. It's like, this is clearly like, it looks like the bar at a hotel. And they're like, because they're like potted plants. And there's like a weird, everything's like, there's like a bar, a silvery thing in the background. And yeah, he's playing like Beast Wars Transformers on what is 100% like a 640 by 400 CRT monitor. And it's just, like, on a desk? Like, this is an arcade machine? What is happening? Yeah, it's like a fake land cafe, because land cafes were in at the time. You gotta <laughs> make the place dirty to appeal to the youth. Everyone's wearing jean jackets. <laughs> but then, like, the set looks like they just, they doubled, they, they, like, had, they were, like, double booked on, like, a Doctor Who set, like, one of the old show. I was surprised to r- realize that they got a lot of their set design ideas from hackers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope, I wish that it was the same cafe, like, it just panned over, and they're in that, like, hacker roller club. So so they open up with this weird arcade scene, which I'm immediately in my brain going like, oh, they're going to do a last Starfighter thing. This yes. is how it works. You know, just like they, they had proved themselves to some alien race that they're super good. No, they suck. They absolutely suck. Yeah, at they're terrible. Game. Yeah. I, when, when they oh, saw you almost got to the end, man. No, nah, I'm not going to play anymore. When I saw the game, I was like, wait, what game are they playing? And I'm like, OK, the, the, it's too early to be MechWarrior 3 and the graphics on it were, were better than MechWarrior 2. So I was like, I'm pretty sure this? it was a fake game they made up just to show a contraire. It's a real game. It's a PlayStation 1 game. Really? So yeah. They're playing a PlayStation game on a PC monitor on like a desk in a fake arcade. If you keep watching the show, there's actually a lot of references to Beast Wars Transformers, and there was like a follow-up toy line at the same time that were the same toys as Beast Wars Transformers. <laughs> Scholastic is a like, yeah, is a like Bond villain-esque organization here. Well, the toys were actually made by Hasbro. Oh, oh God. It's all coming together. But yeah, like, I, I barely remember the toys coming out. And I, and I always was like, God, these are awful looking. Yeah, we looked at them just a second ago, and it's like, you get a person, and you get, like, animal parts that you, like, just, like, stick on them. 
which like, creates a horrifying reality to me because you have this person-sized toy and then you transform into a person-sized rat. <laughs> I'm just like, what <laughs> fantasy horrible universe is this? Kill me! Kill me! <laughs> Uh, all right, so they have the arcade, yes. and then they decide as a group to leave the arcade because well, the dog goes no, off. yeah, there there was some weird noise, and then the dog <laughs> ran off or some shit. Oh, we were missing the best part. Oh. Tobias was the one who beat him at the game. Cool kid, new in town, black leather jacket. Oh yeah, wanted to be a loner. He has to look like the outcast with his leather jacket. All I got is my weird jacket. Exit and- scene, introduce dog. Yes. <laughs> introduce the best character in the show. Uh, all right. So then they have to go chase the dog who, for some reason, decides to just run through a chemical warehouse. Well, it's like well, like Johnny's fell- fallen on the well. More or less. Yeah, yeah. Little do we know that Johnny is Tobias, and he just walks through chemical warehouse plants construction yards? Yeah, I for guess no this, this, this arcade is like an industrial zone. It's like right next to a... <laughs> It's right next to a factory with unlocked gotta, gates. Gotta look out about 3 p.m. The fumes start wafting in. <laughs> oh, Athens coming through again. <laughs> and just they're in perfect time for the dog to lead them. In my, in my belief, the dog led them to that spot. I think the dog was a person disguised the whole time. It's like a Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, leads them to an alien spaceship. Spoiler alert. They're aliens. Well, the the alien spaceship, te- technically, they're just like, huh, we're out here in this uh, field next to this chemical plant. This is weird. Hey, what's that in the sky? Oh, my God. It's coming down. It's an exposition <sighs> ship. And then, like, the alien falls out of it and, like, dies. More or less. Uh, but, all right, all right. Not, go, f- not before they touch uh, the cube. Obviously, it's a little more than that. Okay, all right. Is, I, it, is it really? Yes. I, I, saw, I saw you wince. Like you, you winced at that. Yeah, okay, oh, there's so like, much about he's this. Like, touch the cube. Like, there's so well, much I about touch this. Touch the cube. <laughs> touch my cube. <laughs> because like you hear all the noises, you have the lights flare around. They're all looking at each other. You have the dog holding the scene together. He's focal point yeah, yeah. to this scene, being like, "Yes, I am the central character, Homer, best character ever, <laughs> main character. Yes, yeah. ready to meet this alien who's obviously in distress. It's backlit, and you just see a shadow walking down a very long ramp for a ship you can't quite see." And then horse hooves. Oh yeah, I thought like, is he a centaur? Like, oh, he is a centaur. <laughs> Basically, I, I, I couldn't even tell it was a centaur because all I saw was one set of hooves. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's a front. So this thing is bipedal horse person, and then its face appears to be uh, indecipherable. <laughs> A goddamn mess. <laughs> it's like, is that supposed to be like a shocker reveal? Like, I don't even know looking back at it because, like, he has no mouth, but that's not even clear because he's in so many shadows. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I'm sure they did an animation test. Like, this looks real rough. We need to just cut all the lights. Oh, uh, we should. Uh, we should also state that we are we are going through episodes one, two. So one and two is a, a is it's a, a two parter. Is a two parter. And episode six is when they introduce, as you said, the data of the group. More or less. Yeah. Second best character. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, we'll get to it. All right. So, a uh, guy comes down. He's like, oh, I'm a guy. Uh, you should touch my cube. I'm a dying alien. Touch my cube. <laughs> touch my cube, children. I don't know. This seems weird, guys. Touch the, my cube. Touch the cube. And then, like, they touch it. It's like, Woo, and it changes colors. It's like, guys, I'm dying. 
I went to Spencer's before I came over here. <laughs> <laughs> I touched this cube. <laughs> My ship crashed through a Spencer's gifts on the way over. Oh, man, if it was one of those, like, electro orbs, that would have been great. Oh, cool. It goes for my fingers. Look at my advanced alien technology. <laughs> oh, man. That would be the best. If aliens, like, landed and they were just, they ended up, like, showing us all the dumb stuff at Spencer's. <laughs> Why, check it out. I turned these lights on and now you glow. Ooh. Yeah, those are black lights. We're used to that. Oh, Big man, are you? <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. All right. Well, here's a cup that looks like a butt. What do you think about that? <laughs> you, you've also won the favor of Lord Spencer's of gifts. <laughs> I just like the idea that, like, this alien crash onto this planet just sees five children. Yeah, and then it's like, they are the ones who need to touch my cube. <laughs> you guys need this power that I'm not allowed to give to people, and I shouldn't give to people. Just take it. But I'm dying, so whatever. <laughs> touch my cube. Touch well, the cube. Spoiler alert, it's because he recognizes one of the kids. Just by chance, by pure chance, not any, any, should, all right, here's the question. How, how deep should we go into the canon? Well, okay, it's not really that deep, but like, spoiler alert, if you're actually interested in reading the series, you find out later that, that Andalite, um, Elgaroth. Who are the weird, like. What's his name? It's Elgaroth or something like that. Oh, Elfengor. Elfengor. But they keep they keep mispronouncing it. And like, wait, what is his fucking name? Elfengor. Glorfindel. Uh, Axamil. No, 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 that's the other okay. one. Um, no, it's Elfengor. I just looked Elfengor. that. Okay, okay Elfengor. Cyrenal. Shamatu. Okay, Elfengor. Okay, Elfengor are, wait, wait. Are we doing the Cimmerillion now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on? Elfengor is Tobias's dad. Spoiler alert. So one of the guys is to half get, got turned. Did, no, got, he's he's human. He's full human. He's human. So you take if you were to all right. So if you were to turn into a cat and you had cat time with another cat, it would technically just be cat time. Yes. Okay. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> except not with cats. Yeah, except with they had human sex. Yeah. With as humans. Okay, so here's a question. You can only be wow. Okay, Hot. now this suddenly opened up a weird question. Oh, that's so, weird. Uh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. You can only be uh, so the thing about being an anamorph is you can only be an anamorph for 2 hours. Yes. Right. What's the recharge time after you switch? You, I can't remember. Yeah, can you just like you bounce can, in and out? Yeah, you can immediately, but I think it drains on them really hard if they do it. Okay. But yeah, there have been times where they were like, um, like there was a part where they were in the Arctic and they had to be in polar bear form because otherwise it'd be too cold for them. So they would periodically like surround each other so one could change back and then go back into polar bear form while they, the rest of them were sheltering them. So they can switch in and out. It's just, it takes a lot of their energy. Well, I was just wondering because if, to, if Tobias's dad can only be in a human form for two hours, that was an amazingly fast courtship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, baby, how's it going? Want to have my baby? <laughs> I'm a centaur. Well, if... Uh, I'm trying to remember correctly if his mom, at least at the time, knew? Maybe only... Did you, okay. I have no idea. Everything, everything in it's short ex- bursts. Well, the whole... 
the whole story is gets and ends up being told in the Andalite Chronicles, which mm-hmm. is a longer book and basically tells Elfengor's story Bye-bye, and I'm how bu- basically how he met Tobias's mom and basically how Tobias ended up being born mm-hmm. and how that happened. Baby, I'm a blue horse man. I forget when in the actual <laughs> series Tobias <laughs> finds I, out that when that's I see you dad. again, horse man. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. I'll be coming back. <laughs> I'm blue horse man. As we're talking about this, I'm so many memories that like there is an element of time travel involved what they had met each other <laughs> oh my god and then since the aliens don't have mouths this is actually more important to the episode is like they talk to each other through their mind oh yeah so apply that southern drawl directly <laughs> to your mind hole hey, baby. howdy y'all i just want you to know that you should come over here and touch my cube yeah after this, may we get some fried pickles? Oh, I can't eat those yet. Sorry. <laughs> Do you think he misses food? He doesn't have a mouth, and obviously, one of the other characters does enjoy food. He eats yes. through. They eat through their feet when they're in their andalite. What? Form. Oh my god, I don't even know this. Whoa. <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Cause, no. Cause they, they how the hell do you eat? Because when you're in your normal form, it's like, oh, we eat through our feet. So what they do is they walk across the grass and they just eat grass like horses do. Except they would never bat. They would just be the only horses that aren't leaning down. They yeah, just be I, walking. It's not like I don't think it's because they have mouths on their feet. They're just they just uh, I forget if they have what it is. So yeah, I forget how it works exactly, but yeah, they eat through their feet. And I have to say, like a, a vineyard of theirs, they're just constantly drunk because they're just like, gotta stomp these grapes. Oh, yummy. Get, get wasted at the field. Because <laughs> like, depending how deep you want to go into this, like I know there is a full series of books just about the aliens and their alien homeworld and the bad things that happened to them leading up to the series. Yeah, that's that's the Andalite Chronicles. And then you have the Hork-Bajir Chronicles. And then there's the... <laughs> element and then and then way later in the series they introduce this weird character that's like the elemist and he has his own chronicles now is this during voyager deep space nine (laughs) i don't know and then and then chakotay and tom paris (laughs) go on on an away mission okay i know we're only talking about the series but the actual book series this was so fucking good i would like to see i, I could i could see kate mulgrew being in the show and just like really I, acting I, up a storm <laughs> mr paris um okay so now we we've met we've had the boys we had the crew touch the cube yep they're now all properly attuned to whatever this thing is going to do and now we have to introduce the baddies they, well, they, they yes. take that knowledge very well they're like you have the power now and they're like okay <laughs> all right what well i mean they i think it is at least accurate they're just like touch this cube and they all kind of go huh weird that felt funny and then they were just like but we don't know what the hell that was, so whatever. Yes, it, 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 they try to rush to the exposition very quickly. All right, so now we have the baddies show up. Who are just, like, dudes. Dudes and a guy in shadow. Yeah, there's a, a shadowy guy. That and vaguely th- looks like the guy they got the powers from. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you're getting this weird subtext, like, oh, this is a good guy. Or he's a bad guy. He's a furry. Except, he's a furry guy. Except he had just explained to them with this wonderful, like, really badly done 3D rendered image showing yes. how a yerk works. That's oh right. yeah, like, that like terrible like three D model of a face, and then like so the bad guys in this show and in the stories are basically the earworms from Wrath of Khan. Yes, except like, they're almost- sentient and they take over your brain with photoshopped images. Apparently, I mean they're they're the things from Stargate, aren't they? They're just like, hey, we're gonna take you over. Yes, with like less thought put into them because I think they just enter the brain. 
And, and they somehow get gain control by attaching to your brain somehow. And so the show just called them controllers, more or less. But the, what's, what's the actual term? The yerk. The yerk. Yeah. Which the sounds yerk. like a place that a hippie would live in. I was going to say, like, I, they, I heard, I could be like, are they yurts? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's Y-E-E-R-K, yerk. It's a small traditional hut. Yerks jerks, right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Where domesticated animals live in the lower floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, so they show up and they're like, "Oh man!" All right, so okay, well, I we should explain that. So they show up. The guy, um, Elfengor, is all like, "Oh, I'm dying!" And <laughs> all the and all the kids run away. I mean, cl- they're still watching nearby. Well, but- they run away because Visor Three basically shows up, right? And and so they do the entire thing of like, oh, we're going to hide 15 feet away behind these boxes. So now we're invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. Every video game ever. So they go uh, and Elfengor gets wrecked by. What, what, Visor v- 3. V- Visor 3. Okay. Visor 3. Um, is it like the number 3 or. Like- yes. Yeah, the, the number, number three. 3. Because Visor is actually, I guess they're like. Generals or commanders or something. Okay, it's so, a rank. Yeah, yes. so Visor 3 is our rank. Because as war people, you just have to have a military ranking system and numbers. Because they're the bad guys. Yes. Even right. when you're just a parasitic worm, basically. Yeah. Uh, so they see him get completely wrecked and... Oh! Oh! Jesus Christ! All right, Red decided to attack again. <laughs> I kept uh, trying to signal you, like, without saying the other Well, recording. I knew that he would, that you had signaled me, but, eh, whatever. Um, okay, so... He might be doing it again. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Uh, okay, so... We... Th- that entire thing happens. Oh, uh, before that, um... Elfengore, like, throws this disc, and he's like, hey, take this, this is super important, and they go, fuck that, let's get behind these boxes. Yes. Well, plus he threw it so badly, it just went all all the way to the left of Tobias, who he was throwing it It, to. You know what, that thing looked like, one of the, if you go to, like, a Panera Bread, and they give you a thing, and it beeps when your food's ready, it looks like one of those. (laughs) Hold on to this, make sure they (laughs) tell me when my coffee's ready. Yes. (laughs) Like, that lights, Yeah. Like, I just gotta hang the note to this one, because, like, that thing never exists in the books. It's just, like, oh. the alien literally at the last moment, you say a little dialogue from the original source material, then holds up the MacGuffin, it's like, here, take this, and they run away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super weird to just, like, this is super important, take it, and they're just like, no! It's like, you just touched my cube. <laughs> Well, well, no, it's not because cube. they said no, because they were already running away. And like I said, he threw it at Tobias, but then he threw it really badly, all the way to the left of him. And then all of a sudden, Tobias goes, I need to get that. And then Rachel goes like, no, we gotta go, and like pulls him along without even waiting. It was like, really? He could have, it would have taken him a second to grab it. Yeah, it wasn't it that far away. It would have taken like five seconds max, but we needed to pad this episode with more, like, more stupid reasons for us to run around this factory. Before, like, yeah, and not, not even animal transportation introduced yet. Yeah. So yeah. you're just killing time, guys. Yeah, because you need to move fast when there's a lot of flashlights being waved back and forth. That's how you know things are getting really bad. Yeah, that's when the bad guys are approaching. Yeah. Only bad guys use flashlights, like, Good guys, they could just use the set, like the set lights. Yeah. All right. So that guy, Elfengor, dies because of Visor Three, whatever. And then they're just like, "All right, we need to roll later, guys." And so they run. And okay, so let's see. They get spotted at one point. And I think that's why they started running was because they spotted them, and that's where you see all the people coming after. Okay. Them. And then was it Jake, the one that then split off? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Jake splits off, 
And he's just like, hey, follow me. I'm going to be the hero man. <laughs> and very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's how I would do it. Um, and then and they you auditioned ch- for this role, right? <laughs> God, yes. Um, and so they go, they obviously follow him because we're idiots and we just follow the one noisy one. Um, and then he goes into a storm drain and the dog who was what again? Homer. Homer. Best character. Uh, <laughs> is in there, comes in as well. And he's just like, all right, time for me to try out this horrific new power of right. mine. And then he lost his mind. No, there's a little more before this because he crawls into the storm drain. The dog follows him. He's like, oh, good boy, good boy. Literally, one of the guys with a flashlight is like, hey, I found him. Grabbed a wooden pallet and just put it in front. He's like, I got him, I got him. No, that's later. No, that's later. That's later. Yeah, oh. that's later. I don't even know what's that's, happening. That's well, later when they go back to look for the disc thing. Ah, yeah, I see. Because they had to go get the MacGuffin. Yes. That they could have picked up five seconds during this scene. Okay, so they're hiding in the storm drain. He's petting the dog. You can see pe- the feet of people running around outside like complete idiots. Yes. yes. And then the one guy's <laughs> feet just stand there. You see his gold-tipped shoes. Mm-hmm. Scratch the back of his leg. Right. This is the this and is the dumbest like And then you see big monster legs walk by. I kind of want to go back to like the feet scratching the leg cuz they like make a big show of it. I was just like all I can think about is like he needs to see a dermatologist. Yes. <laughs> and and get le- and less weird shoes. It's like this is that the shoes you wear when you go walking at night when you go in a construction yard like yes please officer these are my uh <laughs> late night walking shoes. <laughs> I'm at a construction site. They are metal toed shoes at the very least. It is apt. Uh, all right, so they. Um, all right, so now it's time for the transformation. Yeah, it's uh, really weird. Gross. Yes, it, it's a gross transformation. There's a lot of just. Yeah, lots of lots of wet slurping noises. Lots of cracking, wet slurp. Like there's nothing about these transformations that I understand. Like on the book, they look like oh. These are kind of weird and cool because their bodies are morphing from this to this. But in the TV show, the the animation at the time and just the fact that they gave it the wettest, just grossest noises was just like, oh, God, no. Yeah, it's like really disturbing. Like, it sounds physically painful right. and it takes a long time, too. It's just like, why? His transformation yeah. is at least like 25 seconds. I like that the dog is cool with those. Like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he slowly and laboriously turns into a golden retriever, and then he and Homer run out of the tube right next to a guy who pretty much goes, oh, check it out, two dogs just ran away. Oh, uh, That's not hardly worth investigating. Oh. Alternate version of the plot, Homer taught him how to transform, because he's from the future. Yes. <laughs> Is that in the book, Sabrina? No. Is Homer secretly an animorph? It's a joke. Uh, Page one rewrite. Yeah. Yeah. Best character. Uh, and then immediately it's just like this, this idiot is just like, oh, two dogs ran past and just like, get them. They're probably anamorphs. And the guy's like, no, oh, no, he thought they were andalites. Oh, andalites. I don't know. Because for the long, they don't know that they're human. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, they, uh, so they don't even have the term for animorphs yet. They're I don't just think andalites. they ever yeah. called Did they ever actually animal? name drop? No. No. They just call them morphers or something. We're mo- mighty morphin... Uh, Legally distinct. infringement, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so they run away, and then we cut... God, where do we go to next? 
Is it the farm next? Do no. we cut to the farm or is it the no, school? No, the school cafeteria. That's right. Because they were like, I tried calling Jake and we couldn't get in contact with him because they don't know that he escaped. Yeah. And, and we- then he shows up at the table and they're like, oh, cool, you're okay. And then everyone's like, I don't really believe, I think we all dreamed it like all together. And Jake's like, no, I actually turned into a dog. And they're like, they look at him like he's crazy. It's like, no, I really did it. And they don't want to believe him. So you know when you need to save the world, when you have that secret conversation where you don't want anyone to listen to, have it in your school cafeteria. Yeah, in the middle of the cafeteria yeah. and have it Perfect. very loudly. Perfect place to have that conversation. And then there's like the weird walkout after that words where like you look at adults and like it has a slow pan, drop the frame rate, everyone looks evil. Well, no, remember before before that, remember the scene where the guy's scratching his leg? Oh, yeah. And then they show it again, and it's their principal. So, obviously, their principal is a controller. Don't trust the authority figures, kids. Nope. <laughs> Listen, I just finished watching Persona, and I know not to trust adults. There you go. Showcat show is being very, like, affectionate tonight. He's just fighting the power. Yeah. But, yes, I, was that the end of the first episode? I think it was after that cafeteria scene. Yes, I believe so. And okay. I'm thinking of the episode after that. They're all blending together. Yes. Well, I mean, it's a two-parter. Because it's a totally a thing for these kind of shows that, like, you always have to have the kids who know what's up. They're being very mature. And, like, the adults won't understand or you can't trust them for right. some reason. Like, well, there's always a reason why you have to ha- – you can't tell, like, the big secret to, like, normies. So, like, even their parents might be controllers or rather – why don't they just call them hosts? I want to go back to that. Like, Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when the year take over someone – Host Why don't you just call them a host? Controllers, whatever. So they make a big point that they can't trust their parents and they have to habitually lie to their parents. Right. <laughs> and they suddenly have to just solve this problem by themselves. Yeah, and so and I think they're going off of the assumption that they don't know the controllers don't know it's them. Right. Like they have their secret identity safe. Except for that one kid who like like waves a flashlight at them. It's like, hey, look over here. Hmm. Well, here here's a question. Whatever happened to uh, the Elfengar guy? <laughs> Whatever happened to his cube? They touched it. I, they touched it, but what happened after they touched it? Oh, I don't know. Uh oh. I think one of the the I think Vizzer if you know where Elf, if you know where Glorfindel's cube went, <laughs> I hear the Saturday another un- would like to know. This is another unsolved mystery. No, because remember there later you find out that the Yurks are trying to clean up the scene with the spaceship. So I'm assuming they also cleaned up. Oh, they took the, the cube. They took everything. They took the ship. They were cleaning up the area so you could see no signs of the Hork Vajir they had running around. Right. I mean, since this is a show in which the bad guys are like Wrath of Khan earworms have taken over humans, it's just an excuse for like the bad guys are just like generic adult thugs running around with flashlights. Okay, now you just said Hork Bajir, so you need to explain those because we haven't explained the third alien yet. God. So a third alien that they can't even depict because you need the muscle for this series. So when the Elfengor dies, you see a claw coming off screen. You don't see it connect anything. You just see one big claw... And then he goes down. Yeah, there's like... So I guess the controllers have like a slave race of big beefy dudes. Yes. And then you see in the next episode, there's a big, huge bird-shaped footprint in the ground. They showed it again after the claw scene. They showed the head. And then when he was walking past the tunnel that Jake was hiding in, they showed the feet. Oh, okay. But they can never show you all what's like their special effects budget is very thin. You got it. Yeah, pretty much. Regardless, it would look awful. Yes, it would look terrible. Uh, okay, so let's see, where are we? So we're starting second episode, suicide note number two. Yes. My name is Jake. 
Well, except he's walking down the street this time. Yeah, okay. So this time he's lightened up a little bit, telling you about how the world is broken. Like, and... as an off-screen as a narrator, yeah. Right. Um, okay, so where do we... God, where do we start now? So that's when they go to the, the area where they were before, because he wants to find that disc Tobias said he didn't catch. And that's when he sees them trying to clean up the area. To hide the ship, the crash, and then the whole kerfuffle that happened. Oh, yeah. And it's just night. covered with guys with flashlights. Like, oh, we can't go there. We got to yeah. be careful. Let's I'm, go meet up at our friend's I'm farm. They, they located this. They, they, they put this alien spaceship inside like a panel truck and drove it off. In pieces, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, they're like, let's go to. They go to a petting zoo, basically. Well, it's Cassie's mom's, like. Oh, okay. Animal rescue, yeah, I think. Yeah, like it's an animal rescue area or reserve or something like that. Because her mom's like a veterinarian. I don't think turning into a horse would be that great of an idea, honestly. Well, let's jump ahead. Because as they're walking, it's like, where's our friend Cassie? And here's Animal Girl. Loves horses. Mm-hmm. So much that she turned into a horse. A very slow-moving horse. Like, as a horse, I'm sure they had something like, you can't have the horse galloping. It's like a safety thing. So the horse just kind of like... <laughs> and then like, just like... And turns into her. It's like, hey, guys. I just like this moment because, like, you have them show up there, they pick all their animals, and it's like, this girl likes horses, this girl likes cats, the funny, jokey guy, he's gonna be a rat. Right. <laughs> After, like, the late, the main character, Curd's character, turns into a dog. Right. I was just like, really? You're just codifying all these guys right off the bat? I'm the rat. I'm the dog. I'm the horse. I did think the rat was an odd choice, considering there is a part later where they do all have to turn into rats at one point. <laughs> Yeah, see, when I my in, like, I didn't know much about the series going into it. I thought they only had one animal form. Nope. And it was like whoever stuck is the you know is like the rat. It's like, well, that's too bad. Nope. And they can pick whatever they want. Yeah. Just later on, you realize that like they got a warning, like don't be this for more than two hours. <laughs> don't go in the pool for more than like, until you an hour after you've eaten. So does it have to be a live animal? Yes. Okay, so they can't touch dinosaur bones. Correct. What if there was, like, a Jurassic Park situation? They do get to touch dinosaurs and turn into dinosaurs. How does that work? Time travel. There is a God damn it! There's a special time travel thing. In a very special episode of Animorphs. Well, it doesn't happen in the series. It doesn't happen in the TV series. Yeah, yeah. It's the books. They don't have the budget for that. They couldn't go to back in time. We only have two seasons, man. (laughs) Oh, God. I almost wonder why, but I don't actually want to know. Um, okay, so they all figure out what their special crazy power is, uh, but they also go, Hey, where'd that Tobias kid go? Oh, we don't know going? where he is. He's just a rogue agent. He's not one of this. What a weirdo. He's just gone off. And then he appears. Yeah. Yes, you're 100% right. He's like the loner kid, so he just wandered off. And they're like, eh. He knows the secret identities. Eh, it'll be fine. It's, it's like, cool. what was all this conversation to worry about if you're just going to, like, have one of your core party just leave? And be like, I'm going to go tell the aliens. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sell you out for, like, a lot of money. Because, like, he's wearing a black leather jacket. You don't know what it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's... Oh, God. So, yeah. Maybe um, he was a vampire. He obviously is a vampire. (laughs) All right. So then, all right, let me remember this. So the entire time that they've had this conversation, there is just a bird just sitting there. 
constantly. It's a bird. I wonder where ah, he went. There's a bird. There's, ah, it's like it's a, fa- no, a hawk or it's a, a red tail hawk. But okay. that was the bird that the veterinarian had brought in. He right. did touch the bird. Right, and he he's just seen but, like stroking it. Go ooh. Yeah, but that bird that's sitting there is the bird that she put there. Earlier. Right, and he just he just straight bolts. Yeah. And we never find out really why. Yeah, he's just like, later on, he's just kind of like, I just did, and it felt good. Oh my god, he did say that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He totally was just like, I okay, bro, I liked it. You guys are making me realize how much like nostalgia goggles I have for this show. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I literally wait. do not remember some of these lines. Are you remembering that this show is not good? <laughs> I watched it. I don't remember some of these really bad lines. Oh, God. May you, you must, have, yeah, like you have like some sort of mental block. Uh, like I'm glad we're having this intervention with you too. Yeah, wow. we brought you here to discuss your anamorphic. No, session. when I when I watched it, I like I even though like I loved it and nothing would stop me from watching it. I even I was like, some of these effects are bad. But if the show itself wasn't bad, I just thought some of the effects were bad, even for that time period. Yeah. But it was still Animorph, so fuck it, I love it. Yay! Like, I still think it's kind of cool, because like, oh, we're still turning the animal animals, we're going to solve the problems, we're going to work as a group, we're going to make a plan to go beat the adults. Well, would this have worked better if it was animated? I have no idea. Well, you have to think during this time... It would, it would look like Street Sharks, yeah. Yeah, the, that's a good point. The animation was like... Yeah, it would have been like a bad cell animation yes. at the very most. So, and yeah, this is probably during the period 2000 seems like that critical time where Nickelodeon was doing less animation and starting to do more live action stuff. Yeah. So that, that probably would have been just right in line of just like, I don't know. We could just do this in Canada for nickels and dimes. Yeah. And- we just get some Canadians to do this for us. Yeah. Hey kid, want to, want to touch the cube? <laughs> Gather around and touch the cube. Touch the cube. Touch the cube. Everybody touch the cube. Uh, all right, so or to the tune of O Canada. <laughs> oh, touch the cube. <laughs> Uh, all right, so, all right, what happens after that? Because- so that's when they go back to the site where the ship was, because they're trying to get the disc. They have Rachel going first as a cat to try and figure out where it is. <laughs> and no one notices yeah, the cat. and no one notices the cat. <laughs> no one notices the cat. And the no stupid- one notices the goddamn disc directly under the guy's foot. Yeah, the, right. the principal Yerk dude steps on the damn thing, and she's like, she runs back, he's standing directly on it, and they're like, okay. It's like, he's probably stepped off of it in the time it took you to run over here. So then they, like, do this weird thing where they try to distract them so Jake can dig it up, even though it wasn't in the dirt originally when Rachel found it for some stupid reason. So Cassie turns into a horse. She starts walking around so they only see her legs. Well, the, first they make it sound like a... a- plane or one of the spaceships is oh, landing. Oh yeah, one of the spaceships has landed. Oh, that is the worst that was the worst bit of this entire Just show. Just a boom box. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. They recorded the sound of How did they get that recording? I and they, don't know. An exactly. An alien spaceship landing. I got my boom box and I got a blank tape in there. Yeah, little did you know that one of them was a foley artist. Yes, <laughs> junior foley artist. This is like oh yeah, the, and, oh, and for some reason, even though they can't see anything, I'm going to put these two emergency flares down on the ground, <laughs> and, and then he <laughs> and then he replays the tape back, and you can hear the thumping just, noise. Just imagine you come over there and you, you just walk over, see two flares, and what looks like a blue horse walking away, and go like, 
Something doesn't feel right. Uh, this hardly, this seems interesting, but hardly worth investigating. <laughs> and this this blue horse is walking away very slowly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like slow, and I was like, "How did it not catch her when she was doing that?" Showtime strut. Yeah. All right. So. Yes, um, Blue Horse walks away. So they all go chasing after the Andalite, and so Rachel leads Jake back to where the disc is, he digs it up, grabs it, and the people come back, so they have to run to that same tube he was in last episode, and that's when the principal Yerk dude, whatever his name is... He puts the wooden pallet on top of him, and he's like, I got him, I got him! And then, Tobias... Rolls in as a goddamn hawk and goes, Oh, your hair. Oh, God, my hair. So they're, they're able to run out and escape and they all meet up again. God, that was awful. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, no, that, that bird effect was like birdemic level. Yes. It was not good. <laughs> one. It's a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and I love that they get the device and then they're, tra- they're trying to like, how does this work? How do we use it? Oh, I'm sure that we could just like put, attach it to a computer. I'm Waitress. sure. Okay. I'm sure it has a USB or it's not even a USB. Like no. th- this dude's fl- this dude was playing like Beast Wars on his 386. Oh yeah, it's like, hey, I got my zip disk here. Maybe oh, we can- not zip disk, not even. <laughs> got, like, bro, this is like early 90s, like three and a half floppies. Oh no, no, no! This wasn't early. Now this is 2000. No, this is like 98. Yeah. No, you guys... No, no, no. The you are ser- screwing with me right now. No, it's 98. Like, the series... Let me reread this for you. September oh. 1998 to March 2000. What? What oh. is happening? What? This is Biker Mice from Mars again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like, no, no, no. That was 2006. What? <laughs> How? Oh, oh, my God. Eric just likes to believe that time is later, so oh. it makes it softer. Well, like... Like I said, even CDs were out. Even for that time period, like the seeing the special effects, the special effects really were bad. awful. Like even I was like, this isn't that great, but it's animorphs, so I still I love mean it. it's roughnecks bad, like <laughs> Okay, but Roughnecks <laughs> was a product of its time. I know. I'm Unlike I'm just animorphs. being mean because Martin isn't here to defend himself. I honestly am now less traumatized by Razex Roughnecks. Like this was pretty bad. All we right. haven't even getting to, gotten to the best special effects scene, which is the next episode. Okay, so let's see. What do we need to wrap up on this? They get the thing that does God knows what. Yeah, yeah what does the they, what does the like a, like the menu alert thing do? I have no I, idea. I don't know because we didn't we didn't watch that episode. Basically, they said, "Oh, I'll keep it in my room and we'll look at it tomorrow," and that's the end of that episode. It's like I got a mini disc player at home. I got this covered. Yeah. Good thing I got I a mini disc player. Well, but you said that you watched the other ones between like. Two and six, do they not cover it at all? No, what happens is they try to do it, and it's just like that classic TV show trope of like, oh, we have the MacGuffin, but we can't just figure it out. So they just plug it in, like, ah, it doesn't fit in my, it doesn't fit in my, like, three and a half floppy drive. Oh, and like, they lose it, and then like, someone gets kidnapped, so to help people, they lose it, and then they have to get it back again. It's, insert, it's a whole bunch of filler. Insert disk drive A, what does that mean? <laughs> So you lean into the next episode of the cafe and they're holding the disc. It's like, I just can't quite figure it out. 
Ugh, Does anyone have a serial adapter? I need to get a serial adapter. Does anyone have like the uh, adapt like the big serial port to like the not as big serial port? Are you needing a male or a female connector? Oh, <laughs> oh I got a male connector. You need a female connector. I'll have though. to go to Radio Shack. Guess that's another episode. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Next episode at Radio Shack. Do you have male <laughs> just adapters? In line at Radio Shack, and there's just, there's just like llamas and. <laughs> Jump ahead to an episode where they're actually one of them works at a radio shack, oh, and the yeah. evil Yurk is selling cell phones to mind control people. Yes, Radio Shack is closed now. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, how, so every like oh. bad joke you can make, like they made an episode based on that in oh this. My God. Why is this 1998? Because <laughs> it was the best year for Animorphs. Because oh. it was the only That's two what, years for Animorphs. This was the year that Animorphs was super popular, and they were like, "We got to make a TV show." I was out only rationalizing. And it's like, oh, this is like 1992, right? Hell no. Oh. No, no. This is post- I like, wouldn't remember- I wouldn't have been able to read the series or remember the series when I was a kid if it was a Well, I didn't know if you got it brand new. Like, yes. I, I, I told you, I watched it when they first aired the first episode. That's true. Yeah. Old Man Josh graduated one year after the series came out, so, uh, yeah. I was zero, I was zero so interested. you were the target audience. I oh, was yeah. in middle school. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, you're part of the fandom now, Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. The Morpheus is, yeah. <laughs> but, like, this is totally a show that, like, appeals to that middle school age. Like, I want to be cool, be outsiders, but, like, I need to have a real-world effect. Yeah. Oh, boy. But still keep a secret from my parents and not trust them. <laughs> yeah. And also be able to turn into animals. That's the best no, part. like an idiot's like, no way, Dad. Hidden subtext. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Turn so, animals and not see. tell your parents. Is, <laughs> episode six is like the, the introduce other character. So is that yes. everything for? So that was the two parter. My name is Jake. Is there anything else that we've missed out of all that? Nope, we covered. Everything. Okay. All right. Then we're wait, moving. Wait, I got one more. I got one more. Okay. Ooh. Did you guys think that Marco was just a DJ? Like, he had a sidekick as a DJ, and that's why he had all the alien special effects and the flares. Ooh, that's I didn't even think Just an odd thought. I like, the, I like Josh's theory that he's just, like, a junior... He's, like, an amateur Foley artist. <laughs> he's just sitting there with, like, a potato and some mayonnaise, just going, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so let's keep that idea of him being a Foley artist forward in episode six. Yeah. All right. In episode six, called The Message, written by William Fruitt... Uh, or directed by William Fruitt, and so they're, they're, yeah, they're out there in a the field, and suddenly, like NASA, like NASA is like beaming messages in their head. <laughs> it's it's like clearly footage from like the ISS or something. Well, you missed the part where just it's the hawk, a bunny, the hawk, yes. the bunny, the hawk, the bunny. <laughs> oh no, it's me! No, I still would have murdered you. You're lunch. You Don't... were about to kill me. What are you doing? <laughs> so without subtext, when like when this happened, what did you think was happening when the hawk started talking? Oh, I know. I, I mean, I saw that episode. Like, I started with the first episode, so I'm like, it must be that guy. But yeah, at this point, Tobias uh, stayed in his hawk form too long over the two hours, so now he's stuck as a hawk. So oh, that's wait, why he, he was hunting. Wait, he's a hawk like for the rest of the show. He broke the two hour rule because yeah. he's a rebel. But like, does he well, have parents? Remember, no. they said he was an orphan in the beginning of the. Okay, that opened so many more questions. Yeah, but, oh, orphan. I mean, when, in the first, Wait. in the first two episodes where they were like, "Oh, well, he likes it too much being a hawk," they were pretty much that was um, foreshadowing, letting you know that yeah, he's gonna fuck up and stay in his hawk. So is he long. the Batman of the series? <laughs> yes, I'm Birdman. He actually is. Oh, great! Good for you. <laughs> 
sucked a little more witty. Maybe just a little bit more. Witty. I feel really bad for that actor because he's like, oh, I signed in for this hot new TV show with all these actors yeah, just, who are going places. Just, like, oh, you're a voice actor now. It's like, what? <laughs> Pretty much. Christopher Ralph. Which last oh, name, Ralph? Ralph. 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 See, last thing he's done is 2010. Oh, eh. So, Republic of Doyle. Yeah, he hasn't done a whole mutt bunch. Uh, Animorphs was his first job, and that's no. There's n- he was in two episodes of Queer as Folk. That's probably about the most notable. Oh, of, oh there you go. Uh, right. uh, that I see inside of here. Bird form, eh? Cacaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so, yes, uh, there's the entire weird, I was a bunny, you were a bird, uh, you trying to eat me uh, while I'm practicing being a bunny, and then all of a sudden messages in your head. Yeah, and, like photos from space. <laughs> yeah, and both Cassie and Tobias fall unconscious, uh, apparently, from uh, them. Just, uh, just wandering around, holding their heads, uh, Oh, I, I mean, Tobias is just like pictures of a bird. Yeah. And then her, oh, oh. Um, so yeah, good, good acting, good yes. scripting. Good scrapping. <laughs> Shaking the camera, rotating it, fish yes. eye lens, Touch everything. Angles. Blurring. We got it. We got it all. We have showtime, guys. And like, did it strike everyone how long this was? Like, we get yeah. it. We yeah. only like five seconds of like, something's wrong. You don't need a full 30 seconds of everyone screaming saying why. I want to see the camera like twisting and around some more. They do it. Again. Yeah, later on, yeah, they do it totally again. Um, uh, let's see what, uh, it, I mean, it turns so out then, like. Well, they, they go to their friends and their friends say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we only transform the animals together. We're not going to believe something you say when you say aliens are talking to you. I don't believe what you say, talking bird. That sounds stupid. You're stupid. Go away, stupid. So then, uh, Cassie tries to go off looking for him by herself because she can still hear him. He's talking to her, but then well, she, she well, all we, of a, we should say what it is. Well, we don't know because they haven't shown him yet. Oh, okay, but I thought that they had like little, vi- like little bits and pieces. They're that just right. they were just assuming they're assuming it's another Andalite, but they don't know because she can't see him. She's basically. The when she can hear him talking, so she goes after him. Mm. But then all of a sudden, it gets really intense again, and she goes through the whole oh. But then you're also yeah. But then you're also flashing back to a scene where Visor Three now has that stupid disc, and they're trying to also (laughs) read it, and and they can't read it either. And he's just sitting there like knocking everything off of every desk, every desk, every cart. He's knocking shit off. Like like not sit, not be like, hold on. I need to sit down a little bit. This is kind of intense. It's just like, all of this papers are off this desk and, the, and this is dull. And they appear to be in like inside of like a geodesic dome or something. Yeah. Like, what is this set? So in an early episode, like they went under the school because that's where the hidden Yurk base is. So it's of underground course. in the hit like under the school because it has to be the school. Under the school. And so Vizier 3 has this bald man form in a suit. Yes. And as all of his associates are also balding it's, men. It's bald upon bald. <laughs> scalps upon scalps. <laughs> like, male pattern baldness is a recurring, recur- yeah, reoccurring only, theme with the yurk. Only bad guys have male pattern baldness. Like, we can't take anyone else. No, no, no. All right, so are they you have... A, are you a bald, white, schlubby guy? Then be my evil minion. Put a worm <laughs> in your ear and touch the cube. <laughs> <laughs> touch the cube! <laughs> Uh, all right, so they do... Uh, all right, so what happens after this? I'm- so then she convinces them to go help her find him because she got some clearer pictures, so they all go looking with her. 
And then she finally finds it. It's some weird factory behind a fence. They go in there. They are looking for him. But, oh, no, because Visitor 3 also got the visions. Him and his posse is also looking. So they're dodging, you know, the yurks, the controllers right. or whatever. More goons with flashlights. Yeah. More goons with flashlights. Yep, yep. And then you see that ball, Jake's, sure. Jake's brother is obviously controller because he's there also looking for the crashed and alike. That was a great betrayal that we just didn't get. <laughs> I rewatched it. I was like, why are they focusing the camera on this random guy? Yes. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to have, you were like, oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, in the books that was, that. wow, they underplayed that. Yes. Never mind that, like, just to run this back, like, all the events... Pretty similar to the book, except he was trapped in a spaceship underwater, not a random building sewer. Mm-hmm. Well, what like, what are the relative costs on those? Like, I think the answer is clear. Well, it's like when Al Fangor crashed. Didn't he crash on the beach? Al Fangor? Yes. Yeah. You know, Alf's cousin. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both space aliens. One eats cats, one pets oh, cats. <laughs> one could be a dog that eats cats. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they then, oh God, they have to go find this guy. And they yeah. just go into the sewer and just find him. Yeah, they, they, they find just him. Listen and he's to like, their head. He's just hanging and out. He's like, "Who are you? And I can't trust you." And it's like, "How oh. can I hear? How? Because he's a warrior. There's no way you can morph. Only Andalites can morph." And they're like, "We, but we can." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Well, no, he's a little well, upset a, with it. Yeah, he's upset with it, and, he's, and they're also like, yeah, but this Prince Elfengor, he's like, oh, Prince Elfengor is an amazing person. He'd never do that. He'd never... Prince Elfengor is dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then at that point, Visor 3 starts calling to him in his as an Andalite, Andalite cousin, I'm here to save you. So he goes oh, yeah. rushing off to go meet him. Well, when we, when we, we were talking about before, like, they apparently have way more hair in this than they should. Yeah, he's, like, ridiculously hairy. Like, he has wisps of hair coming off of him, like an old guy yeah, he, that's, like, <laughs> has white hair. They have Crypt Keeper hair. Yeah, Crypt Keeper hair. And it's, like, it looks so dumb. It's, like, they're not, they're just short hair all over their body. And then you give them this big wispy thing, so not all, that just looks dumb. This grandpa, like, old white hair all and, over. Yes. And they're still doing that stupid shadow thing, because this looks really dumb when we tried to make this look cool, guys, oh, so God. they're in shadow. We tried a new effect, and it still looked really bad, so we just have to use the whole lighting. <laughs> yeah. And they're supposed to have these, like, awesome eye stalks, but instead there's these, these stubby little eye stalks that just sit there on the head, and they're perfectly still. Even though that's their eye stalks. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. So they, I, I completely forget this particular scene. So how do they get him away from the vizier guy? I believe they show them that he can, that they can morph and that gets them to trust them or gets acts to trust them. Okay. All okay, right. Yeah. So they do that. Then they're like, all right, well, let's go. Well, yeah, know. I think they run in. They're like, no, that's vizier three. And he's like, oh my God. And then. They start going after each other, and they this, grab him and move him, and they have to run away. I don't know. They, that they, was really This confusing. show is a lot of nonsense names, yeah, which then, are not clearly enunciated. Then they go into that back room. They lock themselves in. Yeah. Yes, this back room that had, like, this hermetically sealed door that they latched shut that couldn't be opened from the outside, from the inside. Yeah, what is, this is some sort so of bizarre was, torture chamber. They were in some, it was a weird courtyard. Yeah, it was weird, because it also just kind of, like, dead-ended into a brick wall, but the up, you could still go up, yeah. like. 
there yeah, was sky above. I've never seen a building set up like that. No. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, so then they're like, oh, well, we need to get out and we don't know how. And then meanwhile, Visitor's on the other side going, here's Johnny. You know, just, <laughs> yes, well, big they, rubber claw poking through the door. They ask, ask, they ask Axe if he has a flying form and he's like, no, I don't have any flying forms. I never liked heights. I like flying. It's like, oh, well, then I guess you're dead, fucker. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then is it Cassie finds a butterfly? Yes. Or? I, oh, that was a great shot when they, they all turn into butterflies and fly away, and the beggar's like, no, <laughs> the butterflies. Nominate that for a TV globe, yes. it, shouting at butterflies. And it's like, dude, you're an Andalite. It's not like you can't also change your form into a flying thing and go after them, but no! He'd need a butterfly. I need to yell at butterflies. I'm yeah, they sorry. T- <laughs> they, they, Too busy. They took it all the butterflies. <laughs> so... I can't make it a butterfly. That would just be ridiculous. Then they're out of there, and then are they in the forest? Yeah, they're yeah. in the forest. The okay. hangout forest, they always end up after every problem is solved. They're like, oh yeah, let's talk in the woods. Go and- hang out in the woods, bro. And then what's his butt turns back into his alien self, and then just but kind of hiding himself in the trees... Yeah, and he's talking to them, and then out from off scene, every actor who was never in the episode appears. Did you notice that? The no. blonde girl, the blonde actress, she wasn't in the entire episode. She oh, shows God. up just for that last scene. Yeah. Well, they say it's because she's not there. She's at her dad's house or some shit. But we, knew, but we knew to meet yeah. you here. What happened yes. when I was gone? <laughs> oh, a bunch of shit. Hey, we got a new blue guy. What the hell? We turned into butterflies. You can just find those now? (laughs) Yeah, so I think it ends with uh, Axe is his name? Yes, and he's like, oh, we can hide you at the farm, maybe. He's like, I got a better idea. I need to touch all your faces real quick. Let me touch your cubes. And I will somehow make some amalgamation of all of you to make my own human form. And he becomes like, he looks like a young Michael Richards. Yes. (laughs) And that's... Pretty much Animorphs. So, so I guess like they have him. He's like this. He's like the data of the group. Yes, he's the data of the group. What um, is human thing? Because he immediately has that joke. Like, how do you see behind you without eye stocks? It's like, well, your eye stocks didn't move either, dude. Well, not in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he spills, spins around, and falls. Yeah, that was hilarious. And he's like, oh, axe. You see, I am fr- like my forehead is a different color than yours. Clearly, I am from space. He yeah. is so bad, though. He does that through the whole series where he does weird shit at because least, he's like, yes. "What?" At least Brent Spiner like is not like uh, it takes a couple of seasons, but he gets to do stuff that's not just data going like, "What is toast?" and like, "What well, is a joke?" Well, I yes. understand also like if you if you watch the like high res special edition versions Jesus. of the Next Generation, oh, okay. like you can see in Brent Spiner's face like disgust like in, in the first <laughs> in the first few seasons like they'll do something that isn't logical to him and there's just this look of just like you know just kind yeah, of like little, oh, emotes, right. little emotes little little, little facial oh, expressions so that don't show up on the actual like tv version that i would love to see just to see the high def so it's just like the fuck you doing tasha i don't know <laughs> got killed by a goo monster <laughs> yes oh boy <laughs> yeah so, Animorphs, like, um, I saw, we watched three episodes, and I was very confused all the way through. Fantastic. All right. Awesome. I'm I'm glad that this was a a fun experience for you guys. Um, This show is awful. Yeah. (laughs) This show is straight goddamn awful. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, I watched Buffy and stuff in college. Like, I went back to this, and I was like, 
this is bad, but like, you know what? I still really like this quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about just like, you're trying to solve the problems in a Scooby-Doo way with your friends. You can't trust the adults because they're the being mind controlled. Yeah, you're like a kid's the secret society and you have to save the world with the help of more like invisible elves or whatever. It's like the most lukewarm sci-fi, but it has like a lot of live-action animals. Well, I mean, there, there's so many shows that have this premise, and it's like basically, you know, it's like the Matrix, everything else. But they, that premise, like that premise, I think is just like is just like you can't go wrong with most of the time with kids. And like at the time, I hadn't seen Star Trek, so when Axe shows up, and he's like, "Oh wow, you can combine and transform into all of them at the same time." And then you go to the next episode, extra homework. No. He's just eating food. No. <laughs> and he's like, food tastes so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the best part. He's like, oh, my God. He's just eating everything. Oh, my God. And then hilarious. he tears apart um, in a very short circuit kind of way. He goes to people's houses and tears apart their electronics to make alien technology, <laughs> which makes a cell phone episode I was talking about earlier. God. Like, he makes super cell phones. Look at helps my you an mobile phone. <laughs> Look at my superior alien technologies. He pulls, like, a blinking one of those brick phones. Oh, oh, can we talk about how in the series, though, they make it so that Marco doesn't have a mom, it's just his dad? No. That's right, yeah, he has one episode, he's like, oh, dad, uh, I can't hang out with you tonight, I gotta go spend time with my friends, but you're so great, and yeah. dad's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, there's like a sudden, weird, very, like, very, like, kind of melancholy, sad, like, yeah, side but- plot. But here's the thing, there's like, the, this makes me question, like, how long were you guys thinking of making the series? Because if you took out the part where Marco doesn't have a mom, what the hell are you going to do when you have to introduce Visor 1? Because it ends up later you find out that Marco's mom is Visor 1. Oh, 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 right. Okay, so. Well, there's a Visor 1 listed here in the, uh, in the, the reoccurring characters, and Allegra Fulton was Visor 1 slash Eva. Yeah, that was supposed to be Marco's mom. I think she still might be in the show, and it's like a later reveal. Because, like, the show went on for two full seasons. There's, like, a lot of episodes. Oh, like, where they're like, oh, your mom's dead, and then she comes back. No. Oh, your mom's not dead. She's just an alien. I think so. Oh, that's bullshit. Dad just fucked an alien. Well, wait, I wonder if Human with an alien in him. I know. Oh, okay, way better. Did they do that? Then they did they do that in the book? Then I honestly can't you're remember. The, you're the ah, book. Here expert. we go. All right. So your answer is this. I'm surprised um, I remember as much as I do right now. So it would be season one, episode fourteen. Jake out, finds out Visor One will be at the EGS Tower, where Yerk. God. Uh, where the Yerk. Had Rana Ray Generator is located. When Jake and Marco are captured while spying on the Yurks, they are brought on board their spaceship. Their escape is hindered when they discover Visor One's controller is Marco's missing mother. Yes. Oh, so huh. he okay? She's just missing. Yes, he disappeared. I okay. presume dead. And that, right. was the, that was that was the two parter. The leader. Okay. And I think that is from the books. Like yeah, it's weird because be this TV then. show, like they wanted to adapt all these books in a certain way, which is like. So good when you're that age, because like, I read these 20 books, this episode's about this one book, oh, I remember yeah, these yeah. elements, and then it's like, oh, I thought they were going to go underwater, and they're just running through a hallway in a sewer, it's like, yeah. But you're just not allowed for this. And then like, oh, we're on a Yurik spaceship, and I was like, this looks like an old set. Right. <laughs> this is just the, this is the same hallway from before, just shot from the other direction. But my question to you is like, we know this show is bad, but okay. do you think when they were making this show, they thought the show was great? Like it was going to be something? No. no. <laughs> I don't think so, because this just 
they were giving it like the uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark treatment, which works for Are You Afraid of the Dark because that stuff's pretty simple. But now you're trying to bring in aliens and spaceships. Yeah. And there's these really cool scenes that you need to do that you can't physically do. So it's like, because there are, there were going to be way more scenes where they were in space later on. This, I, this has the, the reek of like, we want to make this because it's a valuable property, but we want to spend as little money on it as possible. Yeah. Well, at least at the time, because they didn't know if it was going to do any good, I could see them not spending as much money on it. Yeah. And so, the, but unfortunately for like a big, a big high-minded science fiction story like this, that's kind of necessary, unfortunately. Yeah. I just, I don't think the ratings were very good for the show. So that's why they ended it. I wonder it. why. They had uh, 20 episodes in the first season. Only six for the second. Oh, okay, so there's only 26 episodes of this show. Pretty much. I just appreciate them for greenlining the second season and then canceling it partway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Photo quality. Though it seems like they had, like... So here's the weird part. The the season one ends on face-off part two. Season two is face-off part three. Oh, yeah, cliffhanger leading into the next season. And then there's two episodes that then leads into a three-parter. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, boy. Like, all right, we get to wrap this up. Oh, wow, we're wrapping the whole thing up. Let's go. We gotta, we gotta, come on, guys. We, we, we gotta go. We gotta finish this Animorph show. But as, but as said, there's like 53 books. A whole bunch of supplemental material. I'm willing to bet for what they are, the books are probably fine. Just don't bother with this show. So I I think if you, if you like to watch the books, books. You can enjoy watch, the show. Watch the books, read the show. But for people who have not <laughs> read the books, the show is indecipherably bad. Yeah. We, there's a lot of confusion watching this show. And especially like the alien station, and they're like, what's that? What's that? Like, repeat, like, exposition, exposition, like, alien spaceship, touch the cube. <laughs> <laughs> touch my cube. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, this was, Thankfully, Jared was merciful, merciful and made us watch three episodes. Oh man, I want to do like five because I want to get the cell phone episode in there. I want to get like one of the sec- second season episodes in there because they're like all over the place. Oh boy! Well, like how much? How much money and clothing can the Gap fund? Uh, just the one outfit, but it's three layers. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> multiple layers that they like alternate through the different episodes. I well, think Wish- Wishbone had that. Lots of layers. <laughs> Kids and layers. Well, I do want to tell you that the best part about Animorphs, I think, is this. <laughs> this awful goddamn intro. Uh, oh, it's so badass. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> like, it's like Junior, it's so like junior Nickelback. Uh, Baby's first Nickelback. Like, and I said over some sort of weird, like synthesized like panpipes, like bullshit. God, it's go it's so bad. Ugh. Which is like a little bit of butt rock as an undertone. Yes, yes exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like baby Nickelback. So like when you hear that riff, you're kind of in, but it's like supposed to be spooky and mysterious. Oh, you know what? You know what? This is what Christian rock sounds like to me. <laughs> oh my god! Every, oh my to god! Me, to me, every Christian rock sound sounds like this, and it's like, but then I say it for the Lord, and it's like, and it's like, oh my god, and pipes over it. That was ever. That actually was every Christian rock song growing up. I got you. Oh my god. Oh, oh, that hurt me. I love it. Man, I love the news, boys. Oh, oh 
God. Yeah, I mean, come on. We all know I just listen to I, I, Christian somebody, death metal now. As somebody who was dragged along to Christian rock concerts a oh few too God. many times. Oh, boy. That, that's a place I can see the, where, like, the inter- the, where you have to touch the cube. <laughs> So, like, you got to go back to, like, music like that. You have the music video. You have the actors showing their face and their animal form in the background. Oh, moving. this this one, like, oh, my God. Is there a, like, is there, like, an AMV with that music? And <laughs> is this, like, the Razax Roughnecks one? Oh, man. Oh, dude. Hold on. Can we? Oh. I can see clean air. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. <laughs> just uh, just that, that, like, <laughs> Weird. And then like, what kind of butt rock can yes. we find? Uh, all right. Uh, that's oh been Animorphs. Any, any closing thoughts from the two lovers in the crowd? Oh, Jesus. This might be the truest of true guilty pleasures. Because <laughs> I watched this again, and like I was smiling so much. Like, Are you with me on this? I, I kind of want to, like, I only watched the three episodes with him, but I kind of want to go back and rewatch everything now. By yourself. Yeah, and, well, we, uh, I, yeah by and, myself, because I don't want you making fun of it through the whole damn stop, thing. Stop, de- like, denigrating the sanctity of this Animorph show, and we're, like, trying to watch it, and it's just, like, Apocalypse Now. Like, you, you, don't, you don't understand. I, like, Animorphs was, like, m- like, when I was reading this series, like, except for the last three books, I was, oh, I, mean, I loved... I loved it. We should say, Sabrina will not read we'll, the last three. We'll get it. Okay. <laughs> I will read once. Okay. When we do the episode on the book series, I will reread all the books. But she won't because. The, no, including the last three. I will this time. But why won't you read the last because three? I didn't want to know who was going to die. <laughs> Because they kept, for like, no, for the last five books, they I, kept going, oh, someone's going to die. You don't know how die. much I'm having to remove her levels as she talks because she's screaming <laughs> louder and louder. Oh, my God. I, I, I just love that. I love that, that. That's like stopping Old Yeller like 10 minutes before the end. Like every time, like, you know what? I can't do it. Okay, you don't understand how invested I was with this series, though. Like, that's, I reread all, I read all the, like, extra oh stuff. I read the whole thing. I was super attached to these characters. And now, and like, I watched the series. And now, what, like, twenty years later, you can finally, like, okay, you know, I can, I'm still, I can accept this now. I still don't want. She to. doesn't want. Uh, I still don't want to, but I will when we, we do the book. Can I, we do like a? Can we do like a like a, a like a simulcast? Like one half is Sabrina just go slowly into tears, and, <laughs> no! and and the other side is that like, like music in the background. <laughs> just gotta get a live recording of that, reading we, we the can, final chapters. Yes. No. We can find out who dies and just be. And say that a hero. Razak Roughnecks. The end of that. Oh, we got to show you the Razak Roughnecks thing. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Like, I love that you pulled it up, and we're like, "This is everything I was hoping it would be." Anymore. <laughs> you don't even have to watch the whole thing. Like the first five seconds is just like. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. oh god, soul Wind. I am so in. Oh, so good. That 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 somehow cleansed the pellet for no. that entire show. I am glad that this is your guilty pleasure. I'm yes. glad that it will never become mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I will never have to be forced to watch this ever again. Yep. Alright. Uh if that is all the closing arguments, shall we uh end for the day? Yes. I think so. All yeah, right. can we we'll, we'll update this episode when Sabrina finishes it and she's had a moment to, you know, 
Get all out. Meanwhile, I must engage in some heavy drinking from all this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, oh, first off, thank, thanks uh, very much, Jared. Yes. Well, thank you very much for having me. This thanks is so for, much fun. Thanks we, for just being a random person like, hey, want to be on a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Touch our cube. <laughs> come, come, come to the Bay Area. Participate in a podcast. You know what they do in the Bay Area. Yeah. Oh, God. This is the most Bay Area thing I'm ever. I'm so oh. into this. <laughs> uh, let's, but, go, let's go to a food truck after this. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we, I've threatened you with artisanal beer. Yes. Like, that, this, this, that has been threatened. Um, but yes, thank you for coming by and, mm. and, and bringing this horrors upon yes, the two of us. You. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being the one to bring it up and not me. The, the 90s nostalgia goes deep. I, w- I listened to a couple episodes. And I was like, I got one for Eric yes. that he has not heard of or thought of or doesn't even know or, about. Or wanted or, oh, no, no, or no. didn't know he needed in his life. So, yeah, I needed this like a. For something something <laughs> you know what i feel that this is like this is this is appropriate because me and you are the ones that get hurt and usually we're the ones that hurt <laughs> <It's> always- <laughs> yeah payback's a bitch yeah yeah you, this, this is your comeuppance for uh for vanilla ice I, like uh, come on your lives are better and sexier for having seen that movie come cool, on cool as ice is pretty good <laughs> yup yup <laughs> I, I'm un, I'm enjoying like like one of these times we can just keep threatening like it, this is like the, this is like mutually assured destruction. If you do Sonic Adventures, we're doing big money rustlers. <laughs> oh man, I need to be on the Sonic Adventures one because this is like totally the Animorphs thing. Is like mm. vaguely furry animals doing gonna, animal things with action. I'm gonna pull one of the guitar strings off your guitar there and strangle like something. <laughs> <laughs> just like all right, Sonic Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like trying to tourniquet my head off. Would it be better if there were humans turning into the animals to fight the robot? Oh my god. <laughs> You're not even saying it right. Like, there's the Sonic the Hedgehog original, then there's the Sad okay, AM version. Okay, that's the end of this Gotta episode. Go. Gotta go, Ted. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll uh, see you later. Sonic Bye. Underground. Bye. That you have Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We, uh, got, we gotta go fast. <laughs> We gotta go fast. Thank you all. There's the Patreon for all you awesome Patreon people yep. that have uh, donated across to us. Uh, if you like us, there are special content and, and extra fun stuff on there. Uh, you can find us over at Sat Friends Club. Uh, all of our Twitters are around. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find the Twitters and everything over on the site at satfriendsclub.com, and yep. that will take care of us this week. Oh, we- when does the when does when do our new uh, sta- when do our new like staff portraits come up? Uh, I've already got pictures for you and Martin. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I just need to plug them in and crop them the right way and get them right. But Perfect. you'll have that, and you still I, have to figure out a Twitter feed. I, I, I look like I look kind of like Bobby Hill, like a, a thinner version of <laughs> a him. thinner, angry Bobby Hill. Yes, Somebody has taken your bag. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby! Yeah, I don't know you. <laughs> All right, that'll take care of Saturday Friends Club for this week. Till next week, where we talk about something else that hasn't been determined yet. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking, like, I, I went through my list of options. I think it'll be something British and fun, believe me. <laughs> British and fun? Yes. Oh, that's threatening. Yeah. Red so. Dwarf it is. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> I have be. not seen that in a long time. That would be fun. I had a I had an ex that was super into Red Dwarf, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that show's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I'll have to find a good one. Anyway, we will uh, catch you next time for another episode of the Saturday Friends Club. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Stay friendly, schlubs. Goodbye. Bye. Tip your waiter. <laughs>